listening to Downworlder Dish, a Shadowhunter Chronicles podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 131, where we will be discussing chapter 21 in Clockwork Princess, Burning Gold. I'm Kristen. I'm Robin. And I'm Amanda. <laughs> We're melting gold here, guys. <laughs> You guys, I have a special, well, for, okay, number one, right off the top, I'd like to apologize to everybody for the poor sound quality last episode. (laughs) My bad. I was trying to be cool like everybody else and turn up my volume. I didn't need to fuck with it. I just, for whatever reason, I just fucking did. And then it didn't work out. (laughs) It was very sensitive. Yeah. Sorry. My bad. We um, we figured out my microphone is broken, which is where my sound issues have been coming from. Um, So I have to manually turn it up about seven times during an episode, and I didn't realize that. So then you just wanted to be like, oh, turn mine up, too. Yeah, I just I, I don't know why. I, I shouldn't have fucked with it, but I'm known. This is why I can't have nice things, because I just keep fucking with shit. <laughs> Well, like, peer pressure clearly works for you because we got you on TikTok. <laughs> Dude, true, the devil's true. app. <sighs> it's my this fave. is not I've been off of it over my vacation. And I came back, I had like 31. And I was like, yes, to watch from everybody that's been sending them to me. <laughs> so excited. Dude, I this is not okay. Yeah. <sighs> Because it's, it's such, like, the algorithm is so fucking good. It It is. It pegged me so quick. I was like, wow, <laughs> it took three fucking swipes. And all of a sudden, <laughs> you know me. <laughs> well, I think it also goes off of your friends. Like, when I was pregnant and watching pregnancy videos, Jody was getting some of those, too. And she's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I think it also reads your search history. Okay. Oh, to be yeah. Probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was a whole thing a couple years ago where they were like going to ban it because of the terms and conditions or something. I don't care. I think I mean, it's everything cool. listens to you. Suri's listening to you right now. Yeah. <laughs> all the time. Uh huh. Did your Alexa ever make listen. like a sound? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, sometimes mine's like, oh, I didn't understand that. And then it repeats back what I just said. And I'm like, oh. You weren't supposed to. <laughs> Mine has learned to respond to Balexa because that's what William says. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Awesome. Very nice. That is so cool. Yeah. Oh my God. Anyway, we're just one step closer to not looking like potato trolls. And then maybe we'll record a little bit of this. Chit-chat. Yeah. Yes. I feel that's like what I was thinking. There. Yeah. We, we should we should definitely record our uh like we should do another for our wrap-up we should do our at least yes. our wrap-ups mm-hmm. as videos yeah we can at least put them on youtube yeah <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> oh my god you guys. oh anyone else got anything fun I just have that small... Oh, go ahead. No, 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 you. I was going to... I'll have that small story that I told you right before we popped on, I guess. Do it. I was um, chatting with Amanda today at work. We were 
Teamsing, I guess. It's not Skyping anymore. Anyway, yeah. I heard in the back of my ear and the back of my brain our outro music. And oh, I yeah. was like, where the hell is this coming from? And it was like, I had listened to the episode the night before because I like music didn't sound great. And I was like, I'll just listen to this. Then I don't have to I'll reread just it to, to my do the recap voice. today. <laughs> well, then I don't have to reread. I didn't get it. I got through Amanda's and I turned it off. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> then I, I don't have to teasing. recap. Right? Yeah. Or read through to recap. Anyway, I was like, maybe it turned on and like I ended where I didn't think I ended. And I was like, no, it's it's paused. None of the Alexas are going. My kid's not listening to it. Like, and then I had a moment where it's like, is it just in my brain? Like, <laughs> like I know I'm mirror? crazy, but like, how crazy are we getting? Right? Because we're at, we're at level, you know, eight. I don't know if I've gone to a 10. Anyway, <laughs> I go downstairs because I'm hunting and it's coming from my kid's freaking youtube video because he's watching this thing where these people are playing roblox and there's a roblox game that uses the outro as part of its music because it's free like music yeah and uh -huh. i was like ah solve the mystery and then i had to send it to amanda <laughs> to make sure that i wasn't crazy and it was the outro and it is <laughs> i love it yeah that is all um Okay, so I'm just going to tell mine really quickly. Make it fast. My family and I went on a little mini vacation this week. And amazing? we went to a place. It was freaking awesome. Yeah, it was surprising. Aww. The car was tough because my daughter hates the car, but whatever. Um, I was so happy. I was in tears because it was. we went to a place that I went to as a kid, and it was my dream to take my family there, and it was just – it was awesome. But um, we went to a place that had a petting zoo. And I'm pretty sure that I've talked about this on the cast before, but obviously you guys know Lincoln has was nonverbal until about eight or so months ago. And now he's so far advanced talking that I'm not even keeping track of his words anymore. And um, so anyway, we get to this petting zoo. And I'm just going to play you. It's three seconds. And I'm going to see okay. if we can even hear it. It's so freaking funny. He sees these animals. Gosh darn it. Let me... Let's see if I can play it. Hello! Hello! <laughs> he literally sticks his head through to these little ponies and says, hello! And it is the cutest little thing in all the animals. He kept going up to and saying hello to each one. And I'm just like, okay, cool. It was just so freaking cute. Anyway, so I don't know if cute. you could hear it, but that was awesome. That was We could hear That I was the highlight. It. It's adorable. Good. I love it. That I is all. It. I know that feeling too well, obviously. Yeah. Yep. It's been amazing. So. Amazing. That's life. So cute. And the pictures were fucking adorbs. Yeah. We had a good time. It was awesome. It's been nice to actually have my husband around. I told him today, I was like, I feel like a weight is off my shoulders when you're here. And I'm still doing most of the stuff because I'm default parent. So that's just how it is, you know. But just having someone else to back me up or be around. Oh, my gosh. He's diving back in. That's <laughs> more shows. But anyway, it's been very, it's been a good week. Oh, good. So, Yeah. Oh, before, speaking of babies, before we uh, get going, congratulations to Lindsay on her little girl, one of our oh listeners, God, longtime I listener. So cute, so cute. So adorable. I saw, I saw the pictures on, on the Insta. Uh, 
I haven't seen. Oh my gosh. You I stayed off go. my phone most of the week. Yeah, I will. It's congratulations, girl. Yes. Oh my gosh. Congrats. It's so cute. Oh, I love freshies. I know. <laughs> yeah. There's just something about like those those early days oh. where you're just like, yep. you still smell like you got that new baby smell. <laughs> Oh yeah, the new car smell. I wish they made and it, it goes so fresh fast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I hate to break it to you, but that's that's the smell of of the mother. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I'm a fucking hippie. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. I love it. No. <laughs> well, enjoy that baby. Soak up the baby time. Don't yes. do the dishes. Play with the baby. <laughs> House rule, don't do the dishes. Yep. <laughs> Believe me, it goes so fast. Olivia's climbing upstairs already. Like, time is flying. Yeah. That baby is almost one. Yes, she is. And by that Crazy. baby, I mean Olivia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've switched to a different baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just time flies. It's awesome. Oh, so wild. <sighs> All right. What do you guys say we cut the chit-chat and kick things off with Robin's recap? Previously on Downworld or Dish. Our Institute peeps are huddled up in Henry's laboratory. Amanda. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Can't let me live that down. Never. <laughs> We're all be thinking about your embarrassing moments. Okay, anyway. <laughs> I have the most. <laughs> not true okay nope. <laughs> they're huddled up in henry's laboratory waiting to make history by tucking into their first piece of portal meat charlotte is sad about not having any shadow hunter backup but on cue the bell rings and who doth appear some decked out silent brothers ready to kick some robot ace they tell the crew about the console meeting and it fucking checks that the dude would pull some shit yo facing the portal Fucking Gabriel is omnious about trusting a Henry invention, but when Cecily is called forth to imagine Kadar Idris to activate the portal, she runs up like the badass bitch she is and walks on through. At the meeting, the Inquisitor and the Consul are arguing over if Charlotte is fit enough to lead the Institute because the quizzy smells a rat. <laughs> Tatiana tries to throw Charlotte under the bus, but is put in her place by White Claw. Yep, White Claw. Yep, that's his name. <laughs> I read yours and I wrote it like it was his name. Until just this it moment, is. I was like, it's not right. That's not right. It's legit. It's legit. I told you I went I have to go back and reread anyway. <laughs> Our newly initiated homie, Aloysius the Seditious, is TO'd to the max and holds nothing back when he addresses a cons council about how he feels about what's going on with Charlotte and Morty. At the start of a new tirade, the console is cut off, literally, by a demonaton, <laughs> Shia surprising him and removing his head from his body. This causes Aloysius to start Fight Club laughing until he too meets his end. <laughs> At the cave, Will and Tessa are found by Magnus, who has some awesome quips about their precarious situation. There's little teenage awkwardness between the pair, and they hurry out to find the others after Magnus lowers the shields to zero. We switch the pov to Cecily, who has stumbled on Morty's automaton storage unit. 
Once the other protagonists, Sans, Cyril, and Magnus, arrive, they realize the robots are unanimated and they get to snoop in. Henry autopsies one, and in the middle of tearing up his heart, he gets fucked up when the power boots on and he gets tossed like a rag doll. Get fucked up, get fucked up, get fucked up, get fucked up. <laughs> Sorry, someone's clearly been drinking. <laughs> It's me. <laughs> Who's that girl? It's Amanda. I love that, like, the Inquisitor who earlier in this series, we were like, another fucking shitty Inquisitor. And now all of a sudden he's a good guy. What the fuck? <sighs> I think he slowly caught on. Yeah. I like that side of the tracks, he says. <laughs> I don't know. Um, okay, so uh, Tessa was too busy smooching a Herondale to ask for a proper sheath for her dagger that she stole, and now she's paying. Say for it, it again, guys. sheath, what? Robin. Sheath. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's true though. That would really be annoying. Like, yeah. having it just poke you the whole time. And then you have to try to figure out, do I hold it? Do I just let it keep jabbing me? Like, what's worse? <laughs> Contrary to what Hollywood and even this book would have you believe, running with a sharp steel blade stuck through your belt is highly inadvisable. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> like, not a good idea. Yeah. Tessa's deadly blade that we're assuming is sharp is sharp enough and strong enough to cut through fucking metal. Okay. Smacks against her thigh as she runs. Quote, it's point scratching at her skin. Um, okay. Sure. Good point. Okay. I want to know if it's that uncomfortable. Just fucking hold it, bro. Right? Is she afraid she's saying? What do you do? Never run with daggers. Like, don't run with scissors. <laughs> She's embarrassed. And also, isn't she wearing gear? So, like, it shouldn't be scraping yeah. against your thigh skin. Are you bare-thighed? It's probably going in between the zipper of the <laughs> knee portion. Like, it's sneaking in there. Or she put it in, like, how Napoleon put the, like, the keychain in the top of his pants. So it's just like like out. like sticking a gun in the back of your pants, just stuck a dagger. <laughs> Who does that? Idiots, idiots do that. And I hate that's why Hollywood. you shoot yourself in the foot, dude. Fuck it, yeah. Like how you uh, what's oh, what was his name on Eight Mile? Rabbit. I don't know. Yeah, no, but his buddy. The one who shot himself. I've only seen the movie one time, so I don't How? know. I can picture him. I don't, the actor. I don't remember what his name is. Yeah. No, my, my, my husband's biggest pet peeve in movies is when people fire a gun and then put it in their pants. And he's like, it's hot. It's fucking yeah. hot. You just shot a fucking projectile out of it. It's hot. <laughs> yep. Only it's time so I ever fired a gun, the off. shell went into my cleavage. It just shot mm -hmm. in, and I was like, I'm done. Take it away. <laughs> Pass. I know what I'm doing now. Yeah. That happened to me. We were at the farm, and I was uh, I was shooting my, my uh, brother-in-law's, like, big, like, I, 
eagle something. It was it was this ridiculous I have a small dick gun. And <laughs> <laughs> like he had he was standing with me cuz I couldn't do it my like he was like holding on wow. and helping me like I just wanted to try it out, right? And we have like this whole setup at the farm. And uh so I was I did it and I shot and it, it like the little the cartridge flew out and same thing went straight down my shirt. I was like, oh, hot, hot potato, hot potato. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just watch from here on out. That was enough for me. Yeah, I know that's I much, not you, but <laughs> I, I, I'm like, eh. like it's okay. I get bored. I much, I much prefer blowing up the cars when we blow them up with explosives. Okay. <laughs> We have jumper cars out there. (laughs) But then who cleans them up after they blow up? It's the farm. You just leave them there until next time. (laughs) Nature. Yeah. Coyotes live there. We have like a whole like (laughs) section all figured out like on the farm. Yeah. That's private property. Crazy. (laughs) Anyway, totally not what we were talking about. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just I got distracted, and I can't help myself. So, um, none of this matters at this point because they're booking it through the corridor. Magnus leading the way since Will can't remember anything from last night except the way candlelight glints off Tessa's fine ass. <laughs> <laughs> and a scream cuts through Tessa's musings. And Will instantly recognizes it as Cecily's voice. And I'm like, that tracks. I could 100% hear my, like, I could recognize my brother's voice out of a crowd. Mm-hmm. For sure. So yep. Will takes off like my dad when he hears the term child support fast <laughs> without leaving a note. <laughs> you are the father. <laughs> Jeez, Melise. Oh. <sighs> and it leaves Tessa and Magnus struggling to keep up. They're like, whoa, he turned on like Shadow Hunter Turbo Boost. We don't have that left. We don't have that gear. <laughs> he hit the NOS button. Yeah. <laughs> we don't he, have that here. <laughs> <laughs> he put his boots in in uh sport mode. <laughs> oh yeah, four by four. <laughs> He put his Crocs in four by four. (laughs) That's great. Oh, my God. So they barrel past the bloodstained doors in the room where Mortmain forced her to change and toward the sound of fighting straight into that pit from last episode. Luckily for our cast of characters, only a small group of automatons were awake and fighting. The rest of the literal sea of demon robot. <laughs> it says demon ro- robins. That's fair. That also tracks. <laughs> the literal sea of demon robins <laughs> were inexplicably still in sleep mode. Like, hmm. So creepy. Well, he- here's the thing. Hmm. Each of those demons is an individual Wait, each of those robot carcasses is an individual demon, right? So maybe he hadn't found demons to occupy them yet. Because oh, my maybe. thing I was thinking is, how did he get so many demons to fill these freaking robots? Like, you think you have 700 demons that you're just like, you think there's that many robots there? 
I just I, I I don't. I just said something. I mean, there's a lot of them. There's it a sounds lot. Like, yeah, know. it's an amphitheater. Yeah. I mean, you how are you getting? Army. Are you are you capturing the demons and pixies yeah. and then like making them do it? Or like, do and you how many are they? Are you going out to like canvas and trying to cherry pick them from their other jobs? Like, hey, we offer four hundred one k and dental, right here, <laughs> and vision, and vision. I guess I always just assumed they had a warlock who would like summon them, and then they would use the spell to capture their and attach their soul to the automaton. But like, okay. I guess that would be really easy and if demons were that easy to like capture right like maybe that wouldn't be the case i don't know huh. well I the one guy like, says sorry. that the magister is like his master sort of thing so they yeah, obviously right. have him. some sort of mm-hmm. yeah interesting he's the master of puppets <laughs> master. Well, master also <laughs> i'm imagining that they all look like the um tin man from the wizard of oz <laughs> okay. Um, I have a picture in mind of what I think that he looks like. So oh, just great. wait. I yeah. love picture books. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> like when I go to a restaurant and there's a picture of what I want on the menu, I'm stoked. Yes. Uh, love it. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So everybody's there. The Lightwoods are battling back to back. Cecily's there. A light smattering of Silent Brothers. And Henry... Two still on the ground with Charlotte huddled over him, which is where Tessa's gaze lands. Uh huh. So Will called out, warning, you know, the shadow hunters that are fighting about the Seraph blades, like, "Hey, BT Dubs, those things are useless. <laughs> Whoopsie Daisy, fight them with something else." But <laughs> Cecily was already finding out the hard way. Uh, her blade crumbles to dust, but Cyril and Bridget are. Uh, they come rushing to her aid. And I would like to just, I can't describe the action in, like, I can't paraphrase the action well enough. So I'm going to read this little clip because it makes me happy. And I said clip, but that's, I meant excerpt. (laughs) Okay. The automaton went under Cyril's assault. What? The automaton went down under Cyril's assault as Bridget, a flying menace of red hair and steely blades, sliced her way past Cecily to Charlotte's side, shearing the arms off two automatons with her sword before whirling about her back to Charlotte as if she meant to protect the head of the Institute with her life. I, why don't we know more about Bridget? Bridget is such a badass. She is a better badass than all of the shadow hunters. What is her deal? What's her story? Yep. Agreed. I want it. I want to know. So she we'll- reminds me of the girl from Brave. I don't know. Yes. That's Mer- just who Mer- I picture. Merida. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So Will shoves Tessa at Magnus like, I've got to go save my sister. Please don't let her pull any of her reckless main character bullshit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So Tessa watches in horror as Cecily, armed with only a short sword, faces off with another automaton, okay? Shit goes from bad to worse when the robot grabs her blade and just yoinks it out of her hand, causing her to stumble toward, uh, like, forward towards the creature. 
But just in time, a silent bro swoops in and tosses her to the side and gets all up in the automaton's faceless face with his big daddy (laughs) stick. Okay. (laughs) Both of them are faceless, basically. Creepy. So miraculously, with one blow from his Gandalf staff, the silent bro wrecked this robot, rendering it completely immobile. Like it can't fucking use its body anymore. Just like Scott Pilgrim, boom, power punch. Wild. (laughs) So another monstrosity pops up like heard you talking shit and smacks the staff out of the silent brother's hand. (laughs) And picks him up like a toddler with a cat, you know? Like, <laughs> that is such a good visual, bro. Right? Like, you know what that... Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then I'm going to read this part because it's too fucking motherfucking good. Okay. The brother's hood fell back and it's and his silvery hair shone out in the dim chamber like starlight. All the air rushed out of Tessa's lungs in an single instant. The silent brother was Jem. Jem. It was as if the world had stopped. Every figure was still, even the automatons, frozen in time. Tessa stared across the room at Jem, and he looked back at her. Jem in the parchment robes of a silent brother. Jem, whose silvery hair tumbling over his face was threaded through with black. Jem, whose cheeks were scarred with two matching red cuts, one over each cheekbone. Jem, who was not dead. Chills. Literal. Motherfucking chills. Dude. Can you imagine the guilt that she feels in that moment? Dude, tell me you shit your pants without telling me you shit your pants. Like that scene. (laughs) Dude, that is... (gasps) talk about well okay like in this scenario tessa i mean i'm sure tessa's like what the fuck but like also just thinking like oh my god what is happening like whatever if this was like modern day i feel like like say this was clary and like there was a a a trying a love triangle with like a serious love triangle, not the bullshit uh-huh. love right. triangle that we had. <laughs> right? Right. I feel like a modern woman would be like, did Will fucking lie to me? Like, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> Why I don't. Why do you lie? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Just to get oh. her in bed. Right. Like, like that would be. Like, what the fuck? But, like, obviously in this scenario, I don't think that's what's going on in her head. But it just made me think, like, fuck, there's so many things that would be running through my head. Like, what the fuck? And, like, you're saying there's, like, probably she's relieved. There's probably guilt. Like, I bet her stomach is in her feet. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, everyone knows that time only slows down when bad shit is happening. (laughs) It's never when good shit is happening. (laughs) oh you guys it is time for some main character shenanigans okay so tessa shrugs off magnus's grip and dives into the battle mosh pit and i know magnet like magnus calls out for her and this is supposed to be like this dramatic like thing like he's actually trying to like protect her whatever 
But all I can see in my head is Magnus being like, no, don't go. Come back. In this, like, really bored <laughs> voice while, like, rolling his eyes and, like, looking at his nails. Like, yep. <laughs> like, I just, I don't know. In my head, that's just, it's all I can well, think of. And I know, and we get to this later, he doesn't have, like, an, in, like, his mana is what I'm going to call it, is not. Like, it's dispensable, right? Like, it could go down. But you'd think there'd be, like, a spell he could do that would, like, bring her back to him or, like. Probably. But I I feel like Magnus is also kind of, he's, like, this weird, he has this weird, like, uh, almost, like, moral sense. Like, I feel like he's he doesn't like to interfere with people's will. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or Tessa's will. Okay. Or Magnus's will. Yep. What? Herondale. Oh. Tessa's just wanted to interfere with Will. It's trying to be funny. Oh, right. Oh, gotcha. Okay. No, I, sorry. I was taking it too literally. <laughs> it's, my joke is flopping on the floor like a fish out of water right now. <laughs> oh my God. Also. I do see what you're saying though. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, he's got to save his energy for later. Right. Yeah. Like, there's more important things. If she's going to fucking try and kill herself, then I guess whatever. Like, there's no stopping her. Right. <laughs> but <laughs> also, the beginning of this chapter, I just, I, I need to say this. I can't picture Magnus running. Okay. So, like. I was like, yeah, yeah, he's running with them. And I'm like, he's not. He's, like, floating. I, I, I just can't. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't see Magnus breaking a sweat anywhere but the bedroom. Like, I just can't. Ooh. It's not in my head. I just can't. I'm like, Ma- that's Magnus is a lover, not a fighter. Like, it's not like that. Like, <laughs> I just can't. He just He doesn't get exercise. <gasps> Like his only cardio is, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I just can't imagine him running. Anyways. So back to reality or, you know, fantasy. Jem uh, is getting choked out and not in the good way. And Tessa's <laughs> swinging her. <laughs> Tessa's swinging her pitiful dagger. Like that's somehow going to clear a path through the murderous robots to her beloved or one of them. But no. <laughs> what are you doing? You have a dagger. You do not have a long sword. What are you doing? <sighs> so Jem's knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. And just before he reaches the top of the stairway, uh, the robot falls forward, literally cut off at the knees, revealing Will Herondale in a superhero crouch behind them. Would have been so damn smooth if the giant hunk of metal hadn't fallen on his recently not dead but not undead BFF. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Like, you you had the idea. Execution, not so much. <laughs> That's my life. And Tessa sees Jim squashed and not moving and doubles her efforts trying to get to him, but... In her haste, she fails to be aware of her fucking surroundings, you guys. This is, I'm in mom mode right now. Please. How many times has this happened to her? For the love of fucking God, don't be Tessa. Pay attention 
to your surroundings. Please. Especially when you're running into a fucking a melee. Like, what are you doing? You're she gonna die before you get tunnel where you want. Vision. <laughs> Don't fucking do it. <laughs> Whether you're walking to your car or you're running into battle, be aware. <laughs> Check your surroundings. It's like what you're supposed to do before you like your drive off on your car, right? Check all of your yeah. surroundings. Yeah. Check your back seat, motherfuckers. <laughs> I saw this thing about people who like the good thing about being from Arizona is you know no one's waiting in the backseat of your car. <laughs> it'd like die because it's so hot. Yes. I feel like it was a TikTok or it's a meme or something, but it was funny. Oh, I ha ha. I ja ja ja. So she gets cut off by this big old automaton. And then. We don't know what happens because we're flipping over to Jem's point of view. That's right. Our boy is back, baby. Don't worry. Cassie didn't bring him back to immediately kill him again. Um, He just got the wind (laughs) knocked out of him. He's a silent bro now, after all. It probably would have killed him before, but, like, he's tough now. uh He's made of tougher stuff. He's Kenny from South Park. (laughs) Just dies every episode. Will finishes off the robot with a little help from his friends, um, namely Jem grabbing his stick and like just like backwards, like like your mom, like specifically Robin's mom when she's driving. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I said, shut up. <laughs> yep. Too busy um, to pull this car over. Yep. Dude, nope. We don't have time to you. stop, so I'm just gonna. It was a mini baseball bat. Yeah, it's not a joke. That was real. <laughs> yep. <sighs> toot toot aboard <laughs> the trauma train. <laughs> I was just gonna say, unpack that generational trauma, <laughs> dude. This is why I love this. <laughs> so Will unfucks the situation, unpinning his bi- oh his biffle, and he looks like he's seen a ghost. Which, to be fair, he kind of has. Yeah. But Jem doesn't know what we know, and at this moment is fucking loaded with tension. Okay, like this is, I'm smiling, but that's because I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> that thing's a twice baked potato, bro. Ooh. <laughs> This shit is awkward. <laughs> With a capital Ock. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm going to read this part. This is the last part that I'm reading. Uh, You're dead, said Will. I felt you die. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. The way you said that, it's not funny. At the end of the day, is it? It's just the way you said it. I will not laugh. <laughs> I felt you die. And he put his hand over his heart on his blood-stained shirt where his parabatai rune was. Here. Er, I'm sorry. Here. <laughs> Jem scrambled. <laughs> Come here, boy. Come here. We, we here. can't 
we can't fucking take anything seriously, guys. I'm sorry. Okay, look, all I could think of when you said that, and I don't know why it hit me in your voice, like, yeah, he is wearing that same shirt from how many freaking days ago? <laughs> Also, I thought Magnus brought them clothes. Did he just opt for his soiled shirt? Like, what the hell? <laughs> like, that's what he chose? Yeah. Good but I thought point. he had a change of clothes. And didn't Tessa rip all the buttons off of that one? Right? I think that is his change of clothes. But, yeah. So, okay, so you think he, like, he took the, the bloodstained shirt was in his bag. So when he um, came to yeah. see Tessa, he had a fresh shirt on. Maybe it's and bloody again. Yeah, fucking destroyed it. One bag or whatever. Yeah. It could be bloody again, like from this recent battle. Oh, that's true. Because okay, he did okay. get clawed in the face. That's fair. Okay, okay. Well, and it could still be bleeding maybe too. Like maybe it's not healing like a normal thing. So, so when he was doing Tessa, his shit was still bleeding. He's <laughs> like dripping, <gasps> dripping Jem's blood. Okay. Didn't, didn't realize Tessa and Camille, like she had some leftover Camille in her, but all right. Oh my gosh. Okay, I am this was inappropriate to break up that paragraph, but Oh okay. So uh you're dead, I felt you die right here and Jem uh, <laughs> blah, 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 blah 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 Oh no, please don't go. What was it? Oh no, please don't go. <laughs> Come back. <laughs> So Jem scrambled for Will's hand, caught it in his, and pressed the fingers of his blood brother's hand to the inside of his own wrist. He willed his parabatai to understand. Feel He's not saying this, he's just thinking this. Feel my pulse, the beat of my blood under the skin. Silent brothers have hearts, and they beat. This is, like... Okay. It's a, when you read it, it's very like touching. But when That's I, I read it, say. it's not. It's <laughs> exactly what I was gonna say. Reading it, I was like, "This is so sweet." And then listening to you, I'm like, "This is hilarious." <laughs> <laughs> well, and then I'm like, "Did you do your laundry?" <laughs> right. We're such fucking moms. We're like, God, what do you smell like right now? Like, oh, for and- sure. With Jem's silent brother skills, like, does he have, like, can he smell, like, they haven't showered? Ooh. Mm. <laughs> or he has another smell. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Awkward silence. But also, what if this was the same shirt and he's just got, like, all these ripped off buttons? Like, I feel like there are enough context clues here that I am concerned. He's <laughs> lucky they're in a battle. Dude, this shit is so awkward. So well, and it like, has to be his original shirt, too, because their gear is black, right? So it has to be. Oh, right, right. Mm -hmm. Because otherwise you wouldn't be able to see the blood. So you're right. But like, why would he, why did Tessa change into gear, but he didn't anyway? Maybe, maybe Magnus only brought gear for Tessa. Right. Or maybe Will's too cool to like zip up his leather jacket. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Or whatever his thing is. 
So Jim's like, surprise, I'm not dead. Just the closest a shadow hunter can get to being immortal. So like the opposite. <laughs> I would have told you, but you were on the road and carrier pigeon services, spotty and whale. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> my bad. Can you hear me now? <laughs> Will says something in Welsh and because Jem's a you know, got his special silent bro skills with the Z. He understands it to mean, um, I thought you were gone forever, which again, so ominous. Like, I feel like, (sighs) make it shit awkward. Quick sidebar. So Will learned Mandarin, but Jem never learned Welsh. Like, do you think it's because Will didn't want to open up and like teach him? Because I feel like learning Welsh would be something Jem would just want to do. I'm assuming Will probably didn't speak much Welsh until Cecily right. was there because he's trying to, like, conceal, don't feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I feel so like maybe... that's the only answer, right? That's the only right. explanation. And so Jem has a babble fish now, basically. Yeah. Which, I mean, if the Silent Brothers can do it, like, I'm sure there's got to nope. be... There's got to be There's a, a fish room in for his that. brain. There's a fish, There's in, a his fish brain. in his brain. Okay. A babble fish, bro. That's what it is. Is that from the Bible or something? <laughs> <laughs> it's from the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, same thing. I like, I like where you're going with that. I don't know. Because isn't Babel in the Bible? Isn't that like ba- some Babylon? Nah, not Babylon, but like, I, I don't know. There's something fuzzy in my like back brain. Okay. Like <laughs> Christian day school brain. Something back there rattling around. I don't remember. Um, <clears throat> Where am I? Oh, Okay. So the former bros take a minute to, like, compare battle notes, like, what Wait, what they sorry. can and can't, can't use to kill these things. What? I can't get past it. Okay. <laughs> what? I As I was being annoying, repeating my joke, because you didn't laugh hard enough the first time, I heard you say, is there a rune for that? And my question would be, if there is a rune, why wouldn't all the shadow hunters have the rune to be able to know everybody's language? Because that right. seems dumb that they wouldn't. Right. Oh, yeah. I think I think the the only answer would be, like, it's a sh- silent brother rune, and silent brother runes are, like, so powerful that they alter them. Like, it's like a whole thing. Like, they're not normal runes. Or do you think okay. it's because, like, since Silent Brothers talk into your mind, he's able to read Will's thoughts, and then he knows, like, ooh, it, like, maybe translates it somehow. Yeah, uh-huh. and so it's translating because he's like he's hearing. So maybe even maybe even Jim's hearing it in Mandarin if it's his original language, but that's the way he's getting the information because it's like, dude, language is crazy. And I like his that. Brain like that. Because like when you to... first learned Spanish, you translated to yourself, right? Before yeah. you really understood it, yeah. Uh-huh. You'd have to listen, respond in English, translate in your head, and then speak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so maybe they have some sort of power where it's like that's how he's hearing it's in his brain. That would make sense. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm yeah. very sorry, but I just couldn't get over it. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> 
So they're uh, they're uh, comparing notes. Um, and Will admires Jem's new weapon, which is a staff created by the Iron Sisters themselves. Very fancy. Mm-hmm. And they trade a few barbs, the banter, making it almost feel like things were the same. And they fought side by side, quote, as metal rang on metal, some inner part of Jem, some part that had been lost without his even knowing it was lost, felt the pleasure of fighting with Will one last time. Excuse me while I go in the corner and sob. Thanks. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, why would it be one last time? Because obviously he's not the only silent brother there. Maybe I guess he's assuming it's going to be one last time. I think silent brothers aren't, um, it's not usual for them to fight, right? Like them being here in this moment was like, oh, what the fuck is going on kind of a thing. And they're like, no, we've decided that we're going to come and fight. Like this is like end of the world shit that they're like, we got to, we got to all mount up. Regulators, okay. mount uh-huh. up. Let's go. There was what three of them, so I guess it's not all of them that decided yeah. to go. Yeah, the okay, um, they're like sense. librarians and record keepers usually. Mm-hmm. Here we go. <laughs> so that demon robot that uh, Tessa had come into contact with was the main army robot guy that we're calling him Army because nobody can pronounce that name. <laughs> so he's like. <laughs> He's like, um, girl, you know this little pocket knife is not going to work on me. Come on. Time to go. And it's like Kristen said, like, she's just waving this little thing around. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, she tries to fight him off, obviously, but it doesn't work. So she uses her words. And she reminds him that he can't kill her. Like, neener, neener, neener. (laughs) Um, remember, I have the angel and all that jazz. <laughs> and Army's like, yeah, I know. Plus, the Magister won't let me, but someday I'll get ya. I'll get ya. <laughs> she tells him um, to go for it, basically. Like, I would rather die than be married to Morty, so kill me. But Army assures her that one day he will be sure both will happen. I'll get you, and he'll get you. Ew. Uh, Seriously. I don't like that. I know. So, Cecily is fighting her way toward Will, when she's taken to the ground by her ankles. Like, at her ankles, she's just like, whoop! Uh, and it's literally just, she turns around, it's literally just the hand of an automaton, like, cut off at the wrist. <laughs> Somehow, it's still powerful enough to, I mean, I realize she's probably pretty small, petite, but this wipes her out, man. That's so crazy. It's just it's idle like hands. Thing from the Adams family. Exactly. Yes, the it is exactly hands, like yeah. thing. Yep, <laughs> that's exactly what I said. Yeah. So she's able to break free from the creepy thing hand, and is able to get to her feet. And I love this next little part. We it seems like we get a lot of the Cecily's POV really kind of like gives us the rundown about what's going on, like. She kind of goes over where everybody is, it seems Because like, she's we, paying we... attention to her surroundings. That is mm-hmm. very good point. Good <laughs> job. I see. I assess the situation. Yeah. Where is each person? Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. So Will and Brozy are no longer in sight. Because remember, she doesn't know that it's Jem yet. Um, maybe. Maybe she does. We haven't uh, discussed no. that. So I don't think so. I think 
Anyway, Gabriel and Gideon are fighting back to back because they're aware of their surroundings. It's a good idea. Um, with a pile of like dead automatons at their feet. Cyril is sounds like he's laying like in the fetal position on the ground. And Sophie is like near him trying to protect him. Uh, Cicely can't see Magnus, but she can see his blue sparks working in overtime, like from far away. How big is this amphitheater? Is there like dust going? How can you not? Like, I'm just picturing an amphitheater that I've been in. Like, I don't know, something small-ish, right? Like Arlene Schnitzer concert hall, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe it's about that size. Have you ever been to the, um, the one out by my house, the amphitheater? I have not. Uh Uh-uh. The outdoor one? Yeah. I've seen pictures. Yeah. Like, I would, I, I think the reason why she can't see everything is because there's, like, rows of these, like, just standing still automatons. Like, okay. all in their business. Because they, like, were, like, They're in the standing. middle standing. Yeah. Okay. I was thinking they were sitting. Okay. So then you'd be able to <laughs> like see over them because they're standing. Exactly. Like, they're all just sitting there, like, waiting. That makes more sense. I was thinking, like, benches. But, yeah. Right. (laughs) They're sitting like my cat when she's like sitting up like a human. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That makes a lot more sense. Thank you. Yep. (laughs) Okay. Thank you. Okay. So Bridget is fighting, obviously, to protect Charlotte and Henry, like we already knew. And um, so Cecily makes her way over. She's like trying to assess who needs her help the most, it seems like. She makes her way over to charlotte and tries to convince her to get the fuck out like everyone is fighting this is crazy and charlotte's like i don't want to leave henry but um cecily's like believe me he'd want you to go you know you're pregnant we need to get out of here and she's like yeah i know that and i don't want to leave him but i also don't think we can (laughs) (laughs) like i feel he has a pulse he's alive and we can't make a portal without him so we gotta just like hang we cannot leave <sighs> which i guess i didn't think about like magnus i guess doesn't didn't do everything he didn't henry didn't just build it mm-hmm. if you build it they will come mm-hmm. right it's not actually what it says right anyway so cecily gets an idea and she wants to she tells bridget to like get magnus which you go get him she's fighting she's like if i stop fighting you'll be dead in five minutes yeah so you just go get him what are you gonna do just sit there girl it seems weird coming from cecily anyway um but she doesn't have to go anywhere anyway because magnus is like i'm right here okay very convenient (laughs) he's like someone say my name (laughs) i'm already there there. (laughs) oh god So I we we never really get to find out unless I'm reading it wrong what her idea actually was because um like Magnus comes up and just kind of takes it takes it from there. So he confirms that Charlotte is right. Henry has a pulse. It's weak, but it's there. And so with the snap of his fingers, Magnus creates a protective bubble around the small group surrounding Henry. And Cecily's first question was also mine, and I'm sure it's all of yours too. Why didn't he do this forever ago? <laughs> Seems like a good idea. But, silly little Amanda, magic takes energy, and he needs that to help them. Plus, once the bubble's gone, they're going to be surrounded anyway, and the automatons will still be there. 
So Magnus then turns to Henry and he basically like yells clear and shocks Henry back to consciousness. Like his blue sparks go shooting through Henry's veins and it shocks him awake. So, so cool. It is so cool. You can see the blue through his veins and stuff like mine. Just kidding. This is lesser restoration for sure. Yeah. (laughs) So Henry's like, whoa. What happened? <laughs> and I could just see him. He probably looks like a nutty professor. Not the nutty professor. <laughs> like, hey. Yeah, his right, hair right, is right, all right. crazy. His hair is definitely like, crazy right now. Yeah. <laughs> like a Kramer, I guess, if you will. <laughs> so he and Charlotte have a moment of loving before she asks how he feels. And he's like, I actually don't have very much pain at all, but I can't stand up. He can't feel his legs, you guys. Mm. And um, Magnus knows what's going on. And he apologizes, saying that there are just some injuries that magic cannot repair. Which is crazy to think that. And it's also very sad. Henry immediately, he doesn't even want to talk about it. He just goes right into like, I can make a portal still. I'm still capable of doing that. So um, he can see that they need to get out, obviously. This battle is crazy. We're all surrounding him right now. Obviously, shit's gone downhill. So Cecily kind of gives him the update that they're completely outnumbered and fighting for their lives. And he's like, yeah. Magnus adds that they it's a battle that can't be won. Like, we're fighting for our lives, not fighting for the win. Yeah. So Henry asks about Will and Tessa. And um, Cecily's like, oh, they're somewhere in this room fighting. You know, they're just over there fighting somewhere. We just can't see them. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm short and these robots are tall. Right. Exactly. Because apparently they're standing, you guys. Right. They're not cat sitting. <laughs> okay. This is a very long episode. Um, just because um, I could not be concise. And let's just get into it. All right. <laughs> Henry knows what to do. And it's porting time. That was supposed to kind of sound like Morphin time. I pick Pink Ranger dibs. Dibs. I'm pink. I want to be the Green Ranger. I don't care. Okay. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. The the hot guy with the long hair? Absolutely. <laughs> I never really watched them, but I feel like I'd want to be the yellow one, right? I think the yellow was one was cool. Girl. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. The Pink Ranger was basically like Baby Spice of the power rangers okay well, that makes sense the pink ranger was the one that everyone was like you had to fight over it right like it was always uh-huh. like there was always multiple people who wanted to be the pink ranger because there's only two girls right like two girl right. rangers yeah mm-hmm. yeah okay anyway the plan is to get all the hunters of shadows and their cohorts attention so they can separate themselves from the demonatons and not make it so all of them are able to jump to the portal meet to the Institute. <laughs> Clearly, the last thing they want are automatons in London. <sighs> Yikes. Awkward. <laughs> uh, anyway. Awkward. <laughs> Henry asks Magnus to reach into his pocket. Kristen, remember, we're reading Clockwork Princess, not a fanfic. (laughs) Doesn't mean in my head I can't. Come on. (laughs) 
So it's just his coat pocket. Clearly, so uh, Magnus reaches in with a trembling hand. Clearly, the protection spell was draining, and there's no Alexander Gideon Lightwood here to give him his strength. Oh, my God. It's not happening. So he's shaky, and he pulls out a small golden box. Henry instructs Cecily to yeet that bitch into the crowd as hard as she can (laughs) into the fray. Like, yeet that motherfucker! (laughs) And Magnus hands the device over. And then tells her that he's putting down the protection spell. Like, throw. So Cecily does as instructed. And I can't help but see the scene in a movie-style slow motionscape. Okay? <laughs> Let me lay it out for you. With the inspiring music in the background? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the box is hurtling through the air. And it's zoomed in on it, like tumbling over on top of itself. And it lands silently with a zoom into the box on the ground. And then there's a quick zoom out to a panoramic view of the whole room. And then, quote, there was a dull implosion, a vanishing inward of sound, as if everything in the room were being sucked down an enormous drain. Cecily's ears popped and she sank to the ground, clapping her hands to the sides of her head. Magnus was also on his knees and their small group huddled together as what seemed like a massive wind blew through the room. Damn. Like, did he just create a black hole? What the fuck? Oh. <laughs> yeah. The demon atons start dropping <laughs> like it's hot. Okay. <laughs> they're like dropping like it's hot. And they're ripping apart and falling. And through all the chaos, Cecily is able to notice that Jim, nay, brother Snackariah, shout out <laughs> slash tiny spoilers. If you know, you know. I don't care. Don't care. Don't care. Don't call me. Don't care. And she says internally, of course, that the Institute peeps knew he was going to the silent city to become a silent brother or die trying. It just surprised her how fast we he was able to be at 100% and come to help. And I just want to have a total Omar moment and say, like, how am I the last to know? <laughs> Why am I always the last to know? What a secret to be hiding, Cassie. How dare you? Although I do love the twist. So I don't know. (laughs) I was just very offended. I'm like, they all knew and I didn't know. Like, I thought we were a family. I thought this was, we were a TM. TM. A TM. By the way, I think this is the part I was referring to. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. I gotcha. Mm -hmm. So Henry tells the group. Like, wait, okay, I messed up. I went too far. Okay, Charlotte's hair is flying all over the place. And she's like, Henry? But she says it in what I can only imagine is a very what the fuck is happening slash I don't think we're in Kansas anymore tone. (laughs) And he tells the group, Henry explains to the group that he basically fabricated an EMP for demon energies. Like, that's the only way I can think of it is. It, he explains that it works kind of like a Pixis, but it separates the demon souls from the robots. And he, it's like a work in progress, but he thought it was worth like it was worth a shot. You know, I it makes me worry for Magnus, that kind of magic, you know. Oh, Tessa. yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Anyway, At it's, least he's fine. They're fine. Yeah, they're fine. 
sorry hit something anyway magnus gets up and calls out all over the hubbub and he's like regulators mount up (laughs) and (laughs) the crew begins to head over except bridget who is standing her ground fighting she's fucking badass yeah she is and cecily is doing her best camp counselor head count and realizes that she's missing tessa It's like one, two, three. What? The one we were and fucking here for? <laughs> right. right. We lost yep. this bitch again. You had again? one job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And Cecily isn't the only Herondale who's counting short. And she sees the moment that Will notices that Tessa is MIA. And he starts to mouth the word Tessa to Jim. And there's all this noise, and it's like Costco on a Saturday. It's very Ooh. overwhelming in there. When suddenly there's a loud stop yelled from above, and a bolt of silver light shoots down from the top of the dome, and the wind that's been blowing in the room comes to a halt. And Cecily looks up to the gallery. The galley. Gallery? It's a gallery. I said galley, but it's not. It's a gallery. A galley's and, a kitchen. <laughs> like right. on a boat, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So she looks up and she saw the biggest, most extra bitch around. It's Mortmain. Okay. <laughs> Roseanne laugh. That is awesome. Oh my yeah. God. And we've got a break. Like there's physically a break on the page. And what happens next is it's transitioning us from Cecily to Tessa's point of view. And they're both, as you know, in the same general area. They're in different spots. And that's just like a little FYI of what's happening here. So we like back up just a little bit. Set, and we start with Tessa hearing the stop. And of course, she knows it's her faux fiance's voice. And she's <laughs> like, that fucker of mothers, Ew. Morty. <laughs> <laughs> we find out that Armorose has warlock napped her and tucked her into an alcove away from Henry's implosion. So she wasn't in there for any of that. Okay. She she heard it. She did not come out. <laughs> And Tessa, of course, wants to go check on her friends, but she's unable to because of the whole, like, robot strength playing against her (laughs) as he's holding her. And Morty calls out to the room, demanding that Miss Gray is brought to him. And this clearly turns Amorose into a moody bitch (laughs) because he's, like, upset that he has to bring Tessa into the main room because he liked threatening her, obviously. Mm -hmm. And so when she's out there, Tessa sees all the aftermath. And, like, she's, like, finding all her comrades. And she notices that Cyril's kneeling with a bandage on his leg. And he's next to Henry, who's actually is sitting like my cat. Half sitting, half laying down. (laughs) And she then sees the ex-parabrotize, who are looking up, like, somber as hell. And, like, there's angst there. I mean, well, do you what? think that Will can read his, or Jem can read his mind? I don't know. That's... Going, I did. What did I do? <laughs> my neck. My back. Yeah. My anxiety attack. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Morty welcomes Tessa to the party. And instructs Armorous to set her down, but to maintain a grip on her shoulders. She studies herself, and she keeps her back straight and her chin held high, and tells Morty that it's bad luck for the bride 
like to see the bride before the wedding day. Didn't you know? And he's like, wait, I'm sorry. He burns her back. And he's like, bad luck for who? The marriage? Right. Turned down for what? (laughs) (laughs) In order to. Seriously. Wait, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. No, no. Just like. It was a really good burn. I was actually really impressed. I was like, Ooh. I know it was quick. Well, I was like for Tessa too. I'm like, oh, what's up with the little quick quips, girl? Uh-huh. And then he's like, it's bad luck for who? It's obviously you. She did yes. this and he did this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the front knocks together. Yeah. Yeah. From friends. Yeah. 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 So in order for Tessa to maintain her steely reserve, she chooses not to look around at the chaos because she just thinks that she's going to fall apart if she sees everything happening anymore. And she tells Morty that his fortress has already been infiltrated and there's going to be more shadow hunters coming and they're going to destroy the automatons. And if he surrenders now, he might be allowed to walk away with his life. And then Morty Roseanne laughs. Dude, <laughs> from the same pond. Dude, you also did regulators mount up, and I like off the cuff made that fucking joke in Amanda's thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, we're here. <laughs> this is us. Oh. I was also gonna oh. say I was gonna I was debating between saying Roseanne laughs or Amanda laughs. Either way, it's <laughs> they, basically the same thing. They, yeah, yeah they, it's the same thing. <laughs> yeah. So I think we'll everything change. is that funny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Only when it's me saying it, though, because I'm the funny one, remember? Yeah, right. That's true. Right, yeah. <laughs> Validate me. Okay. <laughs> Morty Amanda laughs and is like, you're so sexy when you're delusional. You're defeated and demanding me to give up. Like, ha, ha, ha. Will has to insert himself in by telling him that they're not defeated, Okay. <laughs> and Mortlane then basically like he hissed so loudly it echoes through the room and he's like I'm a snake a slithery snake <laughs> and apparently that's how he's trained the automatons they're like directed via mouth breathing okay he's like oh. <laughs> he's and then speaking parcel tongue <laughs> 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 The automatons ominously snap their heads towards Will in unison, which is just, uh, no thank you. Yep, yep. No thank you. Yeah. And the next part is a long wind of dialogue, like, that happens, this exchange. So we're just going to 2022 this piece, because why not? So Morty looks at Will. You're done. Immediately, no. Next (laughs) time you talk, you're going to die. No. Tessa, this is between me and you. I'll let you keep me. Just leave my friends alone. Morty, you're making a deal when you have nothing. Coffee's for closers. There are no (laughs) other shadow hunters coming. There's a pretty big part of my army that's busy shy of surprising the council right now. It was really convenient for me that they were all gathered in one place. They're Papa Roaching them as we speak. (laughs) Tessa, 
dude, stop. Leave them alone. I know you're big mad, but if you murder all the nephews, then who's going to live on to learn your lessons? Who's going to atone? Let these shadow hunters be your legacy. Be your legacy. Morty. Okay, dude, I'll spare them and keep them as my prisoners. That will always have something to threaten you with and hang over your head. You'll be obedient. And if you're not, I'll just Metallica and kill them all. Um, hello. Kind of waiting for your thanks here. (laughs) (laughs) Back to Victorian now. Yeah. Yeah. Read the next sentence. Totally. (laughs) Yeah. This is it. Tessa's like. Fuck. <laughs> and she hears her blood pumping in her ears and she thinks back to mrs black telling her that morty was going to use her shadow hunter friends as weapons against her and she knew that she had completely made herself a part of the shadow hunter family which isn't the fake kind of family that your work tries to tell you that you're a part of so they can slowly milk the life force out of you okay Fucking stop that kind of family men we're a f- we're a family here. Work forever. Anyway, why? So you can fucking abuse me like my family. I get that enough at home, <laughs> right? That's why they give you pizza parties. I know. <laughs> oh God. Anyway, she's been given an impossible decision to make. She doesn't want her friends to die, but she like wouldn't be able to live with them being checked into the Hotel California. Okay. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So Tess, Tess, I put Tess, so that's what I'm going to say, tells Morty that she will strike his bargain and to have Armorous let her go and she will make her way up to him. And Morty smells bullshit. <laughs> so he's like, no, he can bring you to me. And Armorous, who definitely doesn't look like Beelzebot, the robot devil from Futurama, <laughs> but that's the only thing I'm able to imagine, like, tightens his hands on Tessa. So that's a picture of what he looks like to okay. me. Nice. That's so funny because I was also thinking of, um, what's the other dude from Futurama? Bender. Bender. Yeah. No, he's clearly the robot devil, Beelzebot, which he, is the best yes, name. Yes, Definitely. Anyway, the clockwork angel necklace like twitches at her throat and she reaches for it while remind remembering the line about like only only a few can claim a single angel who guards them echoing in the back of her brain. So she grips the necklace, Kristen, apparently hard enough that the wings are cutting her palm. Okay. And she's biting her lip, hurting herself. What? I don't. Why? Why do all these people have like borderline personality disorder? Okay. Like, I just, how do you disassociate that much that you don't know yep. you're causing yourself that much fucking? And, and it's not like it's one care, it's all of them. All of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> As she's gripping her clockwork angel, she remembers the first rule of Cast Club <laughs> dreams are never just dreams. The second rule of cast club is dreams are never just dreams. Mm -hmm. So she thinks back to her conversation with Ethereal, the star mark on Will's shoulder, her ride to the ground after jumping out of the carriage, and it's all culminating. Tessa has reached heroin Maximus, (laughs) and she is sick of Morty's shit. So she takes a breath and does what we've been begging her to do this whole time. Literally, every chance we get, 
use your powers to fuck shit up. Okay? That yep. is the role, bro. <laughs> so she reaches into the clockwork angel and tumbles through negative space, searching for life. And then suddenly it was on her in a blaze. Coiled around her like white fire and went into her veins. She shoots upwards like Alice after eating the cake. Growing so <laughs> tall, her gear ripped. Light blazed all around her and she was fire. This girl is on fire. Amazing. Armorous. Armorous. I put armor all. Armor, armorer, like the hot dog brand. I don't know. <laughs> Our, our, our army, army's yep. arms, got ripped off, and he melted and dissolved up in heavenly fire. It It is hot enough to burn metal. Damn. Crazy. And as she grew, her skin turned gold, and where it ripped from growing so fast, I'm assuming, hitting shit on the walls. Okay. I don't know why it's ripping, uh-huh. but where it is golden ichor is leaking ichor ichor mm-hmm. is leaking out of it curls fall around her face and out of her back shoots massive wings and tessa's like bigger than any bird <laughs> duh i would think so <laughs> right tessa tessa thought sh- <laughs> that she should have been scared like this is really frightening she notices the shadow hunter staring up at her and the whole room is filled with blinding light she had become ethereal and although the heavenly fire was scorching her bones she felt calm tessa had grown to 20 feet tall and was staring right into morty's bitch ass trembling face (laughs) they are eye to eye Yes. And since the clockwork necklace was gifted to her family by Morty, I'm sure he's having a well, 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 if it isn't the consequences of my own actions moment. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and then we have this epic little quote from the book. You had entrapped an angel of heaven, Tessa said, though it was not her voice speaking, but ethereal speaking through her. His voice echoed through her body like the ringing of a gong. Distantly, she wondered if her heart was beating. Did angels have hearts? Would this kill her? If it did, it was worth it. You have tried to create life. Life is the province of heaven, and heaven does not take kindly to usurpers. Totally worth it if it kills her, dude. Totally worth it. Mm -hmm. Dude. Just seeing the look on his face. (laughs) Yep. You got to do the deed. Now you got to one-up Morty. Girl, you're good. You lived this life. You did it. Morty tried to make a run for it, but Ethereal slash Tessa reached their hand out and scooped him up, burning his mortal body before crushing him, completely turning his blood and bone to jelly. They, because it's both of them together, whatever, dropped Morty like he was the hottest new album. And when his body hit the floor, all the automatons followed suit. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen the bird that sings that? Anyway. No. At that moment, Tessa knew she still had a heart because it was elated that everyone was alive and safe. She reached for them still in the angel body and they backed away, which she is like a fucking offended that they did that. (laughs) 
<laughs> but like obviously they should you li- literally just burnt somebody you're, yeah your touch yeah. burned somebody's body let's not touch your friends don't give me no lines and keep your hands to yourself she struggled to change back into Tessa. Um, the necklace was like bruising her neck meat. And she's lost in the heat of the fire and she fell senseless into the light. Ah, <sighs> oh, shit. And that's it. That's all she wrote. And by she, that I mean crazy. Cassie. Because the chapter is over. A demon turned into an angel, you guys. Oh, yeah. Half it's demon. like that book. Right? Demons and Angels. Isn't that like a Da Vinci something book? Uh-huh. Yeah, the Da Vinci Code books by Dan Brown. I think I've never Sam read Brown. them. <sighs> I haven't either. I, I watched I the movies. I didn't yeah. do that either. But I feel like I wanted to. I just never got around to it. It was anyway. a much later in the... Yeah. Anyway. yeah, Totally not important. Not important. Yep. <laughs> not, uh, not, not this long nope. after we've been talking. Make sure that you read what was it to say episode 22 chapter 22 thunder in the trumpet for that's a weird week. title sounds like dirty guys. you know all right guys for behind the scenes content and the latest updates check us out on instagram at down world or dish podcast we'll see you next time bye, bye. bye.